Blog Talk Radio. Time to bring in the one and the only 
the logical one in this whole, the logical one, let me say it like that. Just bring the logical one in. The one, the only, my co-host, Pete Ross in the house. Pete, what's going on? How you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Ready for this show? That's it? That's all you got for me? That's all I got for you. I'm ready for the show. You going. He's ready. He's just ready yep, for the show, and that's it, it, huh? Yep, that's oh, it. Oh wow! Hey, it, took, it took a lot to get ready today. I, I I've been doing a lot today. I'm trying to, you know, time manage. You know, manage my time better. <laughs> okay. All right. Yes, five six six in the chat room. Welcome to the show. Oh, oh man, that's what it is. Time management. That's what you're trying yeah, to do. Yeah, that's what it is. Yep. Hey, you see, I called in on time. I'm doing good. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I, I give you a half a star for that one. Okay. Yeah, you did call in on time. Yeah. I, I can't. I can't say anything about that. You did call in on time. Okay. <laughs> that, that's a good one. All right. Well, I want to get ready for your um Black History moment. Because, you know, right now it's time for that music. The music, time for the music. The song of the day. And uh, we got a good one for you today, man. I'll tell you, we got one. <laughs> Look, this song is for those out there. Hey, it's a good song. That's all I would say, okay? It's a good song. Here's Big Cynthia, man. And ain't nothing like a big woman. Hey, it's Friday. Let's have some fun. Here it is. Enjoy. Chicken. 
But she can show get on down A big woman can cook your food up Even wash your hair She can even bring you breakfast
piece of walking history, whether you know it or not. Regardless, regardless, we're going to bring you the black history person we chosen for you today. Her name is Miss Shirley Ann Jackson. All right, all right, all right. Shirley Ann Jackson, she is a physicist. She was born in 1946 in Washington, and she has achieved numerous firsts for African-American women. She was the first black woman to earn a Ph.D. from the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. And for those of you who don't know, MIT. She received her Ph.D. in the theoretical solid-state physics. Then she was elected president and then chairman of the Board of American Association for the Advancement of Science to be president of a major research university, Renaissance Polytechnic Institute in New York, and she was the first to be elected to the National Academy of Engineering. All of those were a first for African-American women, and she did it, y'all. She did it all, all right? Jackson was also both the first African-American and the first woman chair of the U.S. Nuclear Regulatory Commission. Jackson's parents and teachers recognized her natural talent for science and nurtured her interest from a young age. In 1964, after graduating as valedictorian of her high school, Jackson was accepted at MIT, where she was one of very few women and even fewer black students. Despite discouraging remarks from her professors about the appropriateness of science for a black woman, she chose to major in physics and earn her B.S. in 1968. Jackson continued at MIT for graduate school, studying under the first black physics professor in her department, which was James Young. In 1973, she earned her Ph.D., Shirley Jackson completed several years of postdoctoral research at various laboratories, such as Fermi in Illinois, before being hired by AT&T Bell Laboratories in 1976, where she worked for 15 years. She conducted research on the optical and electronic properties of layered materials, surface electrons of liquid helium films, strained layer semiconductors, and super lattices, and most notably the polyronic aspects of electrons in two-dimensional systems. Considered a leading developer of caller ID and call waiting on phone. So she helped to develop these things. She didn't invent these things, but she was one of the leading developers of caller ID and call waiting on telephone. After teaching at Rutgers University in 19, from 1991 to 95, Jackson was appointed chair of the U.S. Nuclear Regulatory Commission by Bill Clinton. In 1999, Jackson became president of Renaissance Polytechnic Institute, where she still serves today. In 2004, she was elected president of AAAS, and in 2005, she served as chairman of the board for the society. Dr. Shirley Jackson is married to a physicist and has one son. That is our Black History Moment, Dr. Shirley Ann Jackson, an African-American woman. (laughs) 
All right. That's what I'm talking about right there. Good job, Pete. Good job. Yeah. Uh-huh. I wonder what she is. She's a big, well, she's, no, she's not a, she's not a big, big woman, because I remember looking at her picture somehow. I thought maybe she was going to sing the song, Stop too. Stop it. What? Stop it. Stop it. Oh, I'm just talking about the song of the day. Stop, Stop it right now. <laughs> Stop it right now. <laughs> anyway, anyway. All right, y'all, that was your Black History moment. <laughs> Shirley Ann Jackson. Oh, man, I tell you. This is the day fun already, I tell you. All right, so, once again, this is Let's Talk with Block Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. I'm my co-host, P. Ross, riding with him. And we got uh, we got quite a few people on the switchboard and uh, in the chat room. So we're doing all right today. We're doing all right. All right, so with all that being said, once again, let me tell you how you can be a part of the show before we really get into the nitty-gritty parts of the show here. Uh, you can give us a call at 347-838-8622. You can email me at ericletstalk at gmail.com. Uh, don't forget our chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. And the chat room and our uh, website is open. Yeah, our website is open at www.ericlesstalk.com. Okay, so those are all the ways you participate. And uh, there's some good stuff on the website, man. I, you know, I'm really proud of myself you know, because there's some good stuff over there. Y'all need to go and check that out after the show, all right? <laughs> Notice I said after the show, right? <laughs> all right, so so what do we have in store for the good listeners of Let's Talk today? Well, we got we, we still have to talk about this thing going to shut down, man. Oh, man. You know what? It's bad when you're tired of talking about something. Plus, it's basically the only thing to talk about because they steady doing crazy, crazy, dumb, stupid, idiotic, amazing, astounding, stupid things. Oh, boy. Yeah, you know. And you can't help but talk about it. The more you try and get away from it, it seems like the more it comes back at you in full tilt, you know, and just like like pie being thrown on your face. It's just all over your face. Like, yeah! You know, in order to get through it, you got to wipe it off, and, you know, you have to deal with it. So we're going to deal with this um, border wall thing here in a minute. But we're going to look at, kind of look at it from a different side here. Um, also, we're going to be talking a little bit about um, Tamika Mallory. Now, we had her on, we talked about her on the show some time ago, and and it, that time, just, it was about the same thing it is about now, her being associated with the minister, Louis Farrakhan. Yeah, Louis Farrakhan, the leader of the Nation of Islam, and um, where some individuals are having, you know, have real problems with her being associated with him. So... Yeah, we we did that. We talked about her in March of last year, and so we're gonna talk a little bit about her today because she was on the View as the show, the View ABC show, the View last week. Well, Monday, she, this Monday, and uh, she basically was getting grilled by uh, Megan. I guess that girl, Megan. Uh, 
McCain. Yeah, McCain. And uh, it was interesting, the, the, the responses that she gave, and we're going to play that clip here for you um, eventually when we get to st- when we start talking about it. So you can hear for yourself and see how she was just, there was just, the girl was trying to just just make her say some stuff she didn't, she didn't want to say. So we'll let you listen to that. Um, it, was, it was a very interesting interview, to say the least. Um, and also we have, uh, well, P has something about uh, a, a dishwasher that um, actually received $21.5 million judgment against a uh, player who made her work on a, a Sunday. Which is interesting, but I, I, I'm sure P will break it down to you in only the way P can. All right, so those are what we have for you. We have planned to talk about, but of course, as y'all know here on the show, once we get started going here and there, we like to go to the left and right just a little bit before we bring it on back to the center, and that's good too. That's good too, because sometimes you know the main topic. Sometimes the main topic. Have, you have to branch off a little bit to get to the meat of, uh, of what's really going on. And you know, the meat, you got to have the meat. You got to have the meat. Ah, oh, shut up, vegetarian. Because if you wasn't, you wasn't into no meat, you wouldn't be trying to eat tofu to somebody tastes like meat. No, they don't. Tofu is nasty. But anyway, I'm not here to talk about tofu. All right? Sound like something like something off your toes. But anyway. <laughs> Started, man, it's Friday. I'm feeling pretty good, and uh, hopefully you are too. All right, so let's get to talk about this little this, this thing, this shutdown thing again. Because here we go, you know, the end of another week, and bam, nothing has been done. We still witnessing the great Trump, Pelosi, uh, Schumer, whoever want to take credit for it, um, government shutdown. Period. Um, and, and basically what it's coming down to is Nancy Pelosi versus Donald Trump, well, President Trump, however, you know, I want to upset the politically correct people by not giving him the proper uh, title that he holds. Yeah, no, Donald Trump. Okay, so anyway, so that's who it is, Nancy Pelosi, Donald Trump. Um. And basically now what we are witnessing, if you if you're really paying attention, because I don't think really too many people are paying attention. Uh, well, I can't say that. A lot of people are paying attention. But for those that really aren't, they're beginning to play tit for tat. Now, when I say tit for tat, it's simple. Pelosi said, hey, President Donald Trump, for security reasons, how about you postpone the State of the Union address um, until later on, you know, because it was scheduled to be done around the 29th of January or something like that. Okay, so what happened then? Um, you know, then you know, of course the news media got hold of it, and then you had the experts waving and weighing in on why she did it, and blah 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 blah. But honestly, my opinion is this: I think we all know what the state of the union is right about now. If we're in the middle of a, a partial government shutdown, we know what the State of the Union is. It's not strong, apparently. <laughs> so if you're going to get up there and say, 
uh, if 45 was going to get up there and say, well, the state of the union is strong, number one, you're lying. Okay? Number two, we already know if he was to make that speech on the 29th, we already know what it's going to be about, don't we? Of course we do. Try to sell the American people that he's right in allowing this shutdown to continue in order to build a wall or barrier or whatever the heck they call it this week. All right. Now, let's understand also that in the process uh, of these 20, ooh, 28, 29 days, how long it's been, uh, let's understand that this this wall barrier, whatever has been uh, called, changed, names has been changed so many times now. You have to also understand that there's always there's already barriers, there's already fences, there's already quote unquote walls, steel walls already at the border. Okay, they're already there. And as I said Monday, you know, instead of going through all this rig and roll and seeing who got the biggest set of cojones, okay, these two wrinkled white folk are just holding everybody hostage. Because neither one of them want to want to get out there and go away and say, okay, let's sit down and get this right. Because I'm wrong and you're wrong. Let's fix this. Let's fix this. And, yes, I said two old white wrinkled people. Because both of them are older as Methuselah. All right? Um, <laughs> one is just larger than the other. Um, but, of course, you know, they stand in front of the, the, the camera and say, well, this is for the best of, of the people. You know, one says, well, this is to um, uh, 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 protect the American public like no one before has ever done. And this great administration will make sure this happens. Well, then you have Pelosi, you know, the other end guard. Well, the water's immoral and fruitful and, and just fruitful, and there's no way we can fund, give him $5.7 billion to build a wall. That's, that's just going to be useless. Okay. So, now, you got both sides of it, right? Okay. So, anyway, back to the State of the Union. Although she actually asked him to counsel it because of safety concerns, the, the, the chief of Homeland Security said, look, we can secure the Capitol if we can secure it. Don't, we don't need to worry about security. We can secure it. But basically what happened is because, and this is something I, 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 I really didn't understand until it happened, Congress extends the invitation to the president to come to the, the chamber to give the speech, the State of the Union speech. And what has happened has just become a tradition for him to go there. He doesn't have to give a dang old speech there. I mean, he really don't. You know, it's just tradition. I mean, and really, let's be honest. Who really listens to the State of the Union address anyway? Let's be totally honest about that. Who really listens to it? So in a way, this may be a good thing. They just eliminate unnecessary pump, you know, and, and tree and dog and pony show. Nobody really listens to it, except for those that's either 
you got a problem with whoever's giving the speech or those who don't have a problem with it. Either way, either way, it don't, it, it's just stupid. Um, also, uh, with that being said, so now Nancy Pelosi and her group was supposed to go um, was supposed to go to take a trip to Brussels and to Afghanistan. Okay. <laughs> So as the bus is sitting outside uh, waiting for them to load, finish loading, they get a letter from the president saying that their trip has been canceled uh, because they were going to use a military flight, of course. Uh, and their trip has been canceled because of security. Re- <laughs> of security. And uh, he actually said, why is she going to, why is Pelosi going to, she should stay here in the Capitol with me uh, you know, and work on this wall thing. Now, of course, of course, we know the the the, the, the administration, the puppets, whatever, gonna come out and say, no, it was not done in retaliation. This was not. But let's be honest, we're not. Some of us are not that dumb, okay? We know what it was done as, okay? It was in the retaliation for the state of the union thing. But do you understand? And do you see how? How they try and play the, the the public, the general citizen, as just being stupid. Like KC, this is tit for tat. This is tit for tat. And then at the top of all, you have all the pundits out there saying, "Well, this is good, and it should, and then you go, "Well, it shouldn't have happened." And once again, it's driving more, more, and more division throughout the country. And everybody just wants to jump on their one little favorite thing. Well, I'm on the Republican side because I'm a Republican. Or I'm on the Democrat side because I'm a Democrat. Well, you know what? Y'all are idiots. That's what you are. Because you have allowed yourself to be labeled and put in a group that you probably have no idea what you're talking about, number one, what that really mean, And number two, they don't really care about you. I'm just saying, they don't really care about you. All right? So, anyway. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. The bottom line, if he want to give this, this thing old State of the Union speech, and as I say, who really listens to the, to the State of the Union, watches it or listens to it anyway, besides me, because I want to talk about it on the show. Other than that, I probably wouldn't listen to it either. Because you know, we know most of the time it's a bunch of bull crap. It make the, the the country feel good, and everybody go rah 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 for a couple of days before we go back to the normal regular road that the country is made of. Well, this year will be different, and why would it be different? Because we know there's a government shutdown, so there's no way you can stand up there and say the 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 the, the state of the union is great, is wonderful, because you can't say it because there's people not working. There's people not getting paid. People going to food bank. But anyway, we get to that in a little while. So, if he wants to give it, he can give it um um out of the over uh, over office or in the rose garden. You know what was so funny though? One lady called in and at, uh, on one of these shows and called in and said, "Hey, hey, I got an idea." 
why don't we get a whole bunch of Americans and put them in a stadium or something, or just bring them to the Capitol and put them in the in the thing, and don't worry about the Democrats. You know, and me being me, the first thing I thought of, hey, dumb dumb, Democrats are Americans too. <laughs> you know, let's not forget that. Democrats are dumb dumbs too. I mean, Democrats, yeah, they dumb dumbs too, just like the Republicans, but they're Americans as well. So, see, I don't think people are really thinking because they just want to be right. They want to be on the side. They want to be, no, you know, a lot of people out there are afraid to say, look, you know, I know we got family, some of us have family members, you know, that believe, you know, you're on one side or the other. And nobody has this conversation within the family. So let alone somebody out there in the street or somewhere. You need to have the conversation, shoot. And like I said Monday, what you did, we need to do is get them phone, start calling them, them offices, and say, look, y'all need to fix this. Y'all need to fix it now. But anyway, we get back to that too. Uh, I'm not going to, I, I got a time limit, y'all, so bear with me here, okay? <laughs> um, anyway, uh, here's here's another interesting thing that's 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 just crazy. What what is being being portrayed as no one is actually trying to do anything re- regarding this 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 wall, uh, uh, barrier shutdown, whatever you want to call it, is going on. Those that that are out there and they don't want to, they want you to think that no one is doing anything. Well, the House of Representatives run by quote unquote the Democrats have actually um put three bills up to not only partially reopen some of the government, but one of them was to actually reopen the government. However, once it got to the Senate, the young man named the old other the old other white Rico guy, Mitch McConnell has decided that, no, it's not happening. I will not put anything up for a vote. Okay? He's over the, he's over the, the Republican Party over the Senate. He won't, he won't even let it come up for a vote. Under the guise that, you know, unless, how, how, how was it stated? Unless it's, um, unless it has been approved by the Democratic leadership, and the president. Okay, well, it, it, it went through the House, so apparently the leadership of the Democratic side already uh, has approved of it. Okay. Uh, now, as far as that other person sitting up there on, what, it was 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue? What can you say? What can you say? It's either all or nothing, apparently. And of course, we know that is not that is not going to happen. It's not. Now, there's there's some pundits like Lush Limbaugh and his crew, and some others out there that that's broadcasting. Well, Mr. President, just hold on for another three weeks, and if you can hold on for another three weeks, you will get your way, and you can win this. You can win this. What is what what is being won here? Will somebody please break it down to me and tell me what's being won? Because each second, minute, hour, uh, day discontinues. There is no winner. There is no winner. 
There's a whole lot of losers. And that, that's for lack of a better word. There's a whole lot of damage being done. And see, I, I sat down and I really thought about this thing. I, I, I did. I sat down and thought about this thing the other night. And, <clears throat> you know, Dumb Dumb up there, you know, at 1600 said, well, this could go on for weeks, this could go on for months, this could go on for years. No, unless I get my $5.7 million, <clears throat> okay? Now, not to mention that there was already something to prove when the Republicans were in control of Congress, all, all of Congress, you know, who was supposed to had agreed to sign everything, but at the last minute changed his mind. Okay. Now, why he changed his mind? Mm-hmm. Because all of a sudden Mexico was going to pay through for the wall, but they weren't going to pay for the wall with a check. They're going to pay for the wall through this new agreement. This new, it's not called NAFTA now, it's called USM something. But anyway, this new agreement, trade agreement between Mexico, Canada, and the United States of America. However, this um, new thing has not been ratified, has not been voted on. So it's not even in effect. So, and even if it was, the funds, the money that the revenue coming from that trade agreement would not go toward the American to the American Treasury anyway. So from so now we have gone from we have gone from uh, 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 Mexico completely paying for it, no doubt about it. To oh, I done this trade deal that well, Mexico is gonna pay for it through the trade deal, as I said Monday. Be a man about it, okay? If you've never been a man about anything else in your whole orange life, be a man about it. They're not going to do it, and I need the taxpayers to pay for it. It's simple. It's not like the American public does not know this by now. For those that really didn't realize it, when he said it in the first, in the beginning. Oh yeah, and for those diehard supporters that that just really believe that Mexico is gonna pay for this wall, this this wall. Well, all that says keep hope alive, because that's all you got going right now is hope, because it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. But what we do have happening right now are a bunch of old, wrinkled white folk that's causing so much that that's just are creating such unnecessary havoc and pain in this country to where they will actually create a big old national emergency. They'll be careful. <laughs> and then, then a national emergency can be declared. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, y'all. But uh, but here's something that happened within the last couple of days that was quite interesting as well. The State Department employees were ordered back to work. Yeah. And apparently, and this was interesting, um, the State Department said it has found money to cover a half month in salary. Okay. A half month in salary. A half a month. So maybe that's what? Maybe four or five 
$500, maybe. Depends on, you know, what they're making an hour. A half a month. So what happens after this half a month? What happens? We still have no idea, right? None whatsoever. Um, yeah, but as I was saying, see, I get sidetracked right now because all kind of stuff going through my mind. As my notes I've written, read notes, articles I've read. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get the information out to you so you will understand some of what's really going on here. Because it's just ridiculous that we are that that we still have this thing going on for what four weeks now, four weeks, four weeks. But something that and this is one thing he was correct on could have been solved in fifteen to forty five minutes if they just get out of their own way. Heck, you had Lindsey Graham saying. Hey, just open it for at least three weeks. If after three weeks y'all can't come up with nothing, then all bets off. Shut it down. That was turned down by the administration. You know, this all all or nothing is just is crazy. But it's it's a game that they're playing, and it, it's not it's not a good one. Um. Yeah, half a salary for a month, though. Really? Really? Now, I know what some of you are saying. Well, that's better than none for the ones that's not working. That is true. That is true. But if the government's done ever then what, you're back in the same boat. There were reports of, of government government employees selling things like their second cars, you know, just to make a mortgage payment. Going to food banks trying to get get to get food. So some of them are actually quitting, going to look for other other work, other jobs because they have no choice. They have to pay their bills. Now, of course, you know that that the person up there, sixteen hundred, say, "Well, hopefully, I, I know the creditors will understand." No, creditors don't understand. They want their money when they want their money. We all know this. Trust me, we all are aware of this. So, no, they're not just going to, all of them just not going to say, okay, I understand. And you go two or three months and they still haven't gotten any money. Oh, they're coming to get some stuff. That's the way this great place works. But apparently the leaders that were elected to represent the people can give two or three or less. Oh, I want to say that bad word so bad. Uh, they care less. They care less because they don't have to go through this. They don't. Now, let's be honest. Nancy Pelosi, her crew of students don't get on the military plane and fly across the world. Right? Melania, apparently, they got put on a plane and sent her down to, to Miami some day on where. So they still going about their life, but their lives aren't disrupted. There were some polls out that said, well, most Americans say they're, they're not really worried about it because they're not affected. And then that may be true. There may be a lot of Americans that aren't affected by this yet. Yet. But here's something that I think people need to start paying attention to and understanding very, very quickly. Okay? And I, I'm, I'm going to say it 
and I'm quite serious when I say it. The fiscal year ends September. How many days in September? 30, 31? 30. The end of September. Yeah, the end of September starts October 1st. That's the new fiscal year. Careful. Because if this knucklehead is true to his word, just because he wants to win, as some of his his people say, then this thing could go out until October 1. Now, once that happens, listen to what I'm saying. Once that happens, that creates a whole different issue altogether. Because, number one, not only those individuals that were caught up in the partial government shutdown Still have to still deal with it. Then a whole lot of other people are going to be involved in it, from veterans to, to uh, what 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 the, 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 the soldiers. I mean, I mean, this thing can get a, a blown out of port proportion. It can. Uh, let's say we go two or three, two or three, you know, more months or weeks in this. And TSA agents and correctional agents say, wait a minute, hold on, wait a minute, enough of this crap. You know what? We're walking off the job now. We've been doing this. We faithfully hoping that our representatives and president can get themselves together enough to to fix this this shutdown. And we, we're two months in and still nothing happens. <clears throat> Excuse me. we walking off. We, we, we out of here. We're out. You already have pieces of the checkpoints and and, and um, airports already shut down because they don't have enough agents now. A lot of them are calling in. So what if the rest of them start walking off? Correction officers walking off. Not to mention, see, and everybody is just caught up right here. But what about those 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 employees? That's calling this thing overseas. They're overseas. Okay, let's think about it. They're overseas. What about them? But these old white folk up here, especially these three that's involved with this thing, they, they can care less. I say put pressure on all of them. Put email, call, whatever. Do it. Do it. Let them know how you feel. Because I'm going to do it. In fact, I'm going to find out some numbers this weekend and Monday. You know what I think, P? Monday, what we ought to do on the show? Mm-hmm. We ought to each call our, we ought to call our, our, our prospective representative and let them know how we feel. What you think? That sounds good to me. Heck yeah, we do it right here on the show live so people understand. You know what I mean? And see what re- and see what response we get. That'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? As well, I hey. think so. <laughs> I, I bet we be. I bet we be on the list then, huh? Oh, I bet we be on the list then. All right, the so that's act. what we gonna do. To, 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 to show to show y'all that. Not only am I I'm encouraging you to do it, I'm gonna do it myself. Live right
right here on the air. That's right, because I can call people right here on the air, let you listen to it. You don't believe me? I can call a couple of you right now. <laughs> but I'm not going to do you like that. But anyway, yeah, so, look, the bottom line is this, man, because I want to give peace some time because she want to talk about some other things, and I want to give her a little bit of time more than I did last week. All right, I mean, Monday. So, look, the bottom line is this. We got to, you know, enough of this. Enough of this. There's a narrative out there that's that's saying one thing when there's something totally else going on. All right? We know this. I'm telling you this. I'm telling you this. Okay? There's not a need for a complete, total, renewed wall all the way across the southern border. That's just not going to happen. Like I said Monday, only thing that needs to be done down there is continue the wall that's already there. Take the little little bar- barriers up, the, you know, the little fence or whatever that they have there. If they can, put the wall down or put something bigger there. Simple. Simple. But, you know, what is the issue with these two old, these old white wrinkled individuals? So what you're doing because is you're trying to get them. What you're doing is you're trying to get them to get some act right, and they ain't finna do that. Now you asking too much. We ain't got no Apparently act right in this place. You yeah. asking for too much. <laughs> well, you know what? We we gonna see if we can't help them. We gonna see if we can't help them. You know. um, Four federal government employees from Texas and West Virginia, you know, states that actually 45-1 are suing the Trump administration, uh, claiming shutdown amounts to involuntary servitude and thus a violation of the 13th Amendment. In other words, what they're saying is they're being forced into slavery. Mm-hmm. That was the 13th Amendment. That's basically what they're saying. They're being forced into slavery because they're yeah. working without pay. Exactly. Now, yeah, of course, we, we know Mr. Smith said, well, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it, you're part of a, what they consider essential personnel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's, that, that title is not going to get my bills paid while you're not paying me. And by me being here, being forced to work this job where I'm not getting paid right now, Keeps me or prohibits me from going out and trying to find employment somewhere else where I can pay my bills, you know, and make ends meet for and take care of my family. Now, the only problem with this suit right now is a lot of the judges not working either, <laughs> and the courts are being backed up. The courts are backing up with cases, especially in the immigration side of the house. So people are driving seven to eight hours to hear their immigration case only to find out that they're being, their case has been canceled. Now, for some of them, they're happy about that, you know, because that gives them, I guess, as you would say, a stay of execution some kind of way. They get to hang around for a little bit longer. And by the time everything, everybody, you know, gets back on the bench and what have you, I mean, that case is probably be two or three years down the line somewhere. So 
even for those that, quote-unquote, are not involved in this thing right now, my suggestion would be learn from this right here. Start preparing now. Start preparing. Because it possibly could happen that October would be rolling around here and a lot be the same as it is right now. And then it's going to hit a whole lot more people than just the little bit that's got hit and right, hurt right now. I mean, you got the Coast Guard. Coast Guard that might not get paid, and they're out there controlling the, up the water. The border, you know, uh, Puerto Rico, Miami, all that down there. Hey, what if they decide to say, you know what, man, let's sit out here and do some fishing. You know, let's catch a couple of sharks or, you know, blue fin gill, blue gills or what have you. Let's do some fishing out here. If anybody see, comes through, we just wave at them. Huh? See, but them that they told to uh, go do a garage sale or get a babysitting job. That's what they told the Coast Guard yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, so, to help pay their bills. Yeah. To help pay their bills. So, uh, <laughs> oh Lord. Yeah. So anyway, that is what's going on with this thing still in the fourth week of, of this partial government shutdown. And right now it doesn't seem as though anything is really really gonna happen between now and Monday. But something else has happened. Now, um Stories and reports are coming out that uh, 45 and Rocket Man is supposed to be meeting sometime by the end of February uh, at a place to be determined. Now, that, I found that very a uh, place to be determined. Yeah. So, we're going to see. You, your government is shut down and you worry about meeting Rocket Man. When y'all go, I tell you what, why don't they go and meet on the border? Go and meet on the border. Yeah. In fact, you have a meeting on the Mexican side of the border. <laughs> now, that would be good. Have, have a meeting on the Mexican side of the border. All right? And tell them they can't get back in unless they, they climb the walls that's out there. And let's see how how, how they going to do it. <laughs> I know that's wrong. That is so wrong. <laughs> but it tickles me. I don't know why. <laughs> Okay. Anyway. <laughs> oh Lord have mercy. So that's that's what we need to look out for for the border, man. I tell you. Uh this this border this wall fight. Of course, you know, uh uh the administration has gone and said, Well, it's not a wall, it's a barrier, it's not made of concrete, it's made of steel and da 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 and the narrative has changed so much to Mexico is not paying for it directly now. The trade that was done is going to be paying for the wall. And wait a minute. And honestly, only thing this new trade deal is, which is it was renamed the USM something. U what USMCA, I think something like that. And honestly. Basically, only thing that thing is is NAFTA, uh, 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 souped up NAFTA. That's all it is. 
They only changed a little bit, bit pieces here and there. It's still NAFTA. They just changed the name on it. They just changed the name, pretty much. That's why Congress has, hasn't even ratified the dang old thing yet. And the narrative that this, that is going to pay for the walk, no. They just man up. Just man up, 45. Man up, President Trump. Say you lied. Okay, say, go on and say it. You said what you needed to say to get elected. And the suckers bought it, and now, hey, you enjoying, you reaping the benefits. Just go on and say it. It's okay. It's already well, done. Go on and tell the truth. <laughs> I mean, it's already known. So let's cut all this nonsense out and, 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 and open the government and, and let's get on with some more more important things. Gonna really? happen. <laughs> <laughs> you better stop. <laughs> you better stop. <laughs> oh my goodness. So you said tell you know, I'm trying to, you know, bring them on into repentance or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because that's just been in and and if you look at you know, if 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 you look at the the, the whole time of this turn, you know, that's all that it has been, you know. Whitewash and untruth, and and no, you you got me mistaken, and and all of this. And the sad part about it is those people who who try to embellish the truth and try to say, oh no, he didn't lie, you know. It's, no, no, no. You you have the wrong interpretation. No, a lie is a lie is a lie. I don't care how you try to whitewash it, how you try to put it, you know. No, no. Who else falling for that? You know, oh, yeah. it's just a little fear. It's just a little fear. No, it's a lie. Now, that's that's what it is. That's what it is. Stop trying to tweet it out, tweet it out, or whatever. It's a lie. You know, and it's been a lie the whole time. It's been nothing but lies, and people just need to come back to reality. Come out from under the delusion and admit, hey, we got issues. This country has issues, and something needs to be done. No, he's not making America great again. He's actually making America worse again. You know, stop supporting the lie. When you stop supporting the lie, then things will change. As long as you keep supporting the rhetoric and, and calling what is evil good, guess what? Evil is going to continue to happen. Not saying the man evil. I'm just saying he don't tell the truth. It's funny how every other president that was in the White House, everybody would rush to judgment and say, oh, no, that's not true. They fact check and all of that. But, but this one person. Because you're going to hurt his feelings and he's going to treat, tweet something, you know, derogatory about you, you know, you got to be supportive. Mm-hmm. You think all these evangelicals talking about, well, he, God has appointed him in this position and we got to respect the leadership or you're going to hell. Okay, then. Well, 
Well, I ain't seen nothing in the Bible that said if you tell the truth about a corrupt leader that you were going to hell. I didn't see anything about that. I did see something that says that you're not supposed to be partners with them. Mm. Now, I did see that part. So I don't know where where you get this other part from, you know, that you got to support that which is evil, that which is corrupt. Mm. Uh-huh. You know, I'm just you know, I'm just I'm just saying because there seems to be a a a a misunderstanding these days about what's good, what's not good, what's a lie, what isn't a lie, what the truth is, you know, and 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 everybody's just under the disillusion that everything that he says and everything that comes from off that hill is just the gospel, and it's just so good for the American people. These people are not getting a paycheck. They have mortgages. They have families that need to be supported. Okay, we're not we're, we we not we not even talking about the 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 federal assistance people. We're not even talking about you know those people who are on Social Security who have worked all this time and earned it. We're not even talking about them yet. We're talking about those still employed who are still working, some forcibly because they don't have a choice and not getting paid for it. And you telling them to do a car wash, go babysit, go have a yard sale. What the hell? Oh, Yes, I did. Yes, I did. You know. How in the world do you justify telling your employees some foolishness like that? Your leader and commander tell you, well, we're not going to pay you, you know, and this shutdown could go on for for years. But you know, in the meantime, you you know you can you can do a yard sale. How many yard sales do you have to sell to pay your mortgage? Do you have to have to pay your mortgage to pay your car note to pay your insurance to feed your children? Hey, how put a hole in the yard. How how asinine is that? How asinine is that? So if we don't tell the truth, let's 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 realize what the truth is first of all, and quit ego tripping. Give up your little your, your little your little you know your little ego pity parties wanting to have things your way over a doggone wall that ain't gonna keep nobody out. And realistically, you're really just trying to keep the citizens that you have in. Because if you want to tell the truth about it, there's a whole lot of folks say, "Oh no, I'll never live in America." And because they have the means to do so, that is exactly what they do. They get the hell out as fast as they can. So if we're going to tell the truth, let's just tell the truth and deal with the issues that this country has. And I'm not saying they just started when 45 was elected. No, they've been here a while. They're just uh, people in office, congressmen, elected officials, whoever. Just refuse to address them, and the American people refuse to hold their elected officials accountable. 
You know, since we gone. Yeah. You know, that's all. That's what you got. All right. All right. Now, for another interesting observation and interpretation of what has been said here today, we're going to bring Joe in from Montana, the, the, the herder of goats. Welcome to the show, Joe. My belly goat wants both of you now. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on, man? What's up? Uh, I wish you had another hour because if I was in a combative uh, mood, me and P would be going at it for an hour at least. But oh. Oh, yeah. talking about my what? president like that. If I was an Obamanite, I would I would react to uh, to P saying P. I'm going to do the same thing to you like the Obamanites did when people criticized Obama. But since we don't have an extra hour, you know now, 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 Obama. You know that's a bad word right here. Now you're gonna get a whole bunch of folks calling in. What about you know, Obama? He wasn't, he wasn't no, no, yeah, he wasn't no saint either. That's what I just said. I say this problem didn't get yeah, before, uh, before 45, yeah. Before. Uh-huh. But our, our, our failure to hold elect official, elected officials accountable is the biggest issue. Now, as we don't say the truth, let's say the truth. Well, that's one thing. Well, uh, I understand. Look, when he said about the wall, I, I felt uh-huh. that he literally meant that Mexico would pay for it. Okay. I didn't. You didn't? No. Oh, oh you he thought it was did. a lie. He I didn't think that. it was a lie. I didn't think it was a lie. He I did. thought he actually oh, meant it. Did. Huh? Yeah. Initially, I think he meant it. Initially, I think he really no, didn't I, mean it. Yeah. But yeah, then, I think he did yeah. miss it, but the part that I I, 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 I didn't believe that Mexico was going to pay for a wall to keep their own people out. Well, I thought he meant it. Of course, if other people believing it or not, that's a different thing. Now, when he changed his story a couple of days ago, when he was saying that, of course, that Mexico wasn't going to take out a check and pay for it, but they were going to pay for it indirectly, I did understand that. Now, that doesn't mean that when he initially said it, that he meant it literally. He could have meant it literally, changed his mind, or he could have lied. Because I, just because I'm a Trump supporter, I don't. He's still a he's still a human being that is very prone to acting like a jackass. So he could have lied, but he also could have meant it and been deluded at the at that particular time. Or he actually could have meant because he is a very good negotiator. He could have meant. And this is to explain what you were saying before earlier, Eric, that he was going to use a trade deal or some sort of negotiation ploy to make extra money come in from Mexico, and that extra money, even though not directly going into paying for the wall, would bring in enough revenue for the government so that the government can take that revenue and apply it towards the wall. I can see that happening also. So he could have lied. I'm not saying he's not, he, not that he hasn't lied. He could have literally meant it and been off his rocker when he said it. Or, you know, he is an egomaniac. I'm not saying the guy's perfect. I, you know, but I like his ego. I like his combative ego. 
But, and he also could have said it and meant it the way that he explained it the other day. Either one of those. Um, but what else do I want to say? Oh, oh um, you have on your description page, you got a dishwasher that got paid 21 million freaking dollars? Yeah. I want to hear that damn story. <laughs> I want to hear what jury gave this guy $21 million for not showing up on a Sunday. It was a woman. A woman? Yes. Well, that half explains it. All right. What happened? I want to know. <laughs> oh, this lady, what had happened, and a federal jury has awarded she's a, a, a former hotel dishwasher, $21.5 million. After the hotel reportedly scheduled her to work on Sunday, despite her request for time off for religious reasons. Oh, her name is May John Pierre. She's a devout Christian and Haitian immigrant. She worked for 10 years at the Conrad Miami Hotel, where she, she worked there until March of 2016, and then they fired her. While it was stipulated in her human resources, um, resources file, on, early on in her uh, uh, employment, that she could take leave on Sunday. She was assigned multiple Sunday shifts in 2015 by the kitchen manager, according to her lawyer. After initially trading shifts, the 60-year-old uh, immigrant missed six Sundays. Only six now, after all this time, in 10 years. She missed six Sundays to attend Bethel Baptist Church and was fired. After filing a complaint with the Equal, Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, Pierre sued the Conrad in the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of Florida in May 2017. The law says that if you are, are have a religious belief, the employer has to make reasonable accommodations for you, said Mark L. Bruma, an attorney who represented Pierre citing the 1964 Civil Rights Act which bars employers from discriminating against employees uh-huh. like okay. race, religion, sex, or national origin. Now, um, they accommodated her for many years at the Hilton Worldwide. She did the dishes, and there were many of them, and she could easily be accommodated. That means there were many other dishwashers that could have worked, Brother said in the interview. Hilton said it plans to appeal the verdict and damages awards. We were very disappointed by the jury's verdict with the Pilsen and don't believe that it is supported by the fact of this case or the law. Uh, here's a spokesperson said, Women Pierre seniors with the hotel, multiple concessions were made to accommodate a personal and religious commitment. Uh-huh. The law firm which represents Pilsen didn't respond to, to what they said. Anyway, um, the Conrad Miami is a franchise under Hilton. It was ordered to pay $21 million in punitive damage, of which 500000 for emotional anguish and 36000 for loss of wages, which Hilton generated $3.47 billion in total revenue. And All right, that's the whole thing. Okay. Yep. All right. Hey, ah, oh, for God's sake. You know what? I do not blame this immigrant woman. For having gotten, for having won uh, the judgment, I don't blame her at all. I do not like the fact that she got twenty-one million out of it. 
as you said, P, if in her contract, I don't know if that's you know how people, how immigrants can <laughs> can write up contracts like that, but if in her contract it says that she is allowed not to work on Sundays as a result of her religion, then I'm with her because not because of the religion. I say f religion, you guys. Uh, Eric knows me. I don't know if you know me. I'm an agnostic. I don't give a rat's patootie about religion. But the thing is, if she made a contract with these people, then these people have to honor it. So exactly. even though she did miss six Sundays out of ten years, eh, that's a stretch. I mean, still, to fire her, she, they can't fire her if they have that in the contract. Now, the fact that they say, because of the Civil Rights Act, and which is written very vaguely, discrimination against her because of her religious beliefs, I say, yeah. F that. I say, bull, it's vaguely written, anybody can, I can go online and get be, become a pastor and then um, go to work and then uh, sue the company for some sort of indiscretion against my, against my belief. So I say, F that. But she had a contract that said um, that these, uh, 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 these people, what, uh, Conrad's, they have to yeah. pay? Yeah. And they got to pay. In Miami, yes. I said they got to pay. It's like... It's just like when um, famous stars on NFL teams, they don't want to honor their contracts. I say, F that. You wanted your contract, don't wait out the owners. Wait till your contract's expired, use your leverage then, and then get the extra pay for next season. Do not go on a strike trying to wait out your contract because that's a breach of contract. Just like when what's-her-face, um... Candy Storm, whatever the hell her name is, signed a, got $750,000, um, not to talk about Trump. And then she says, well, I, I'm not violating my contract. I just want people to make sure that I'm not a liar. Well, in order for them not to know that you're not a liar, you have to violate your contract, you dummy. So I'm, I'm for um, getting the contract, and uh, uh, I'm trying to look for the word. Uh, uh, abiding by the contract Even if the contract was written poorly And uh, it should have been written better Too bad You signed the contract Pay this woman um, Her wages or back wages Pay her some emotional um, damages But 21 million That's off the wall I like to know how the hell that happened Well that, what, this, is, this is This is this is this is what this is what the the um the jury said or the judge or whatever. And they said that I know what they did, P. You know what they did? They took the three the, the lawyers this, and this is their job, so we're not blaming lawyers. I don't blame lawyers. If lawyers win cases, it's because they have stupid jurists. Uh stupid juries. The guys said this hotel, very famous supposedly there for the service of the people, making off the backs of the people, off the consumers, the wages that they've earned, that they've hard, that they've worked for so hard, $3 billion a year, and they can't afford to have this, this particular woman who, because of her religious beliefs, cannot, uh, they can't afford to have her off on Sundays, as the contract stipulates. Let's show them, ladies and gentlemen, that this monolithic giant the supposed icon of American culture has violated not only the contract of this poor woman, 
but also violated the historic values of the American, um, the values of America. Let us show mm-hmm. for the future that no one can do this. Let us give this woman what she deserves. Let us make well, sure actually, that. Huh? Actually, uh, actually, it, the initial amount asked for was fifty million. There and, you go. And like you, said, <laughs> and like you said, it was hoping to send a message. They said, you know, is it is this was just there a you small mom and pop hotel? They wouldn't right. have asked for that. So they wanted to send a message, not just the Hilton Hotel, but to every other every. hotel in America right. that you just can't take the blood and sweat of your workers that you have. What did to I just say? What did I just say? Yep. You think I don't know that? You think yep. I don't know what these lawyers were doing? They, yep. These lawyers were doing their job. But the jurists, the jury, the jurists is the judge, the juries, they should have said, nice try, Bubba. <laughs> she, she deserves emotional retribution. She deserves back pay. She deserves to be known, uh, to, uh, to know that her employers have to honor a contract. But $21 million? Because these, because these jurors, it doesn't come out of their pocket. They think. Yep. But it does come out of their pocket. So they said, we will award this woman $21 million to show the Hiltons and the, uh, the uh, Waldorf Astoria and the other five-star hotels and the Trump Hotel that nobody can get away with this. If I was on that jury, I would have laughed and said, you've got to be kidding me. Good, good story, fella, but no cigar. <laughs> Anybody there? What, over $21.5 million? That's what you're talking about? Yeah. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Come yeah. on, $21 million. For, for missing that six Sundays? Of... Six Sundays, you get $21 million? <laughs> hey, I mean, going to church is important, though. Huh? Those that believe going to church is important. What you talking about? Yeah, right. Well, for you... Apparently, apparently $21.5 million worth of reports. That's right. It's a lot of, a lot of tithing going on for a lot of, for at least one church. Hey, you know what? That's a good question. Did she get the money, and did she, how much she put in for tithing? That's hey, right. Hey, we're going to go. Let's go all the way, right? That's right. You think she's going to put in $2.5 million to the church? I doubt it. She, she's, not, she's not going to get... She's not going to get that much anyway. After lawyer fees and all of that, the realistic amount is probably only going to be about five hundred thousand. Well, five hundred thousand uh, would that be worth it? I don't know. Uh, I mean, five hundred thousand. I, 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 I guess like. Hmm. I, I, I think she'll get more than five hundred thousand. Yeah. Forty-one point five. Uh, yeah. She probably yeah, she more than that. She, they 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 are already appealing it. They're going to appeal it. So she she's of not going are. to get much money. I hope oh, I hope whoever I hope whoever appeals it you know, manages to get it down to about a million million and a half. Uh, we'll see. We'll twenty one yeah. million. I thought that was the final judgment. Twenty one. It's like it's. Uh. It, is, it is, but the Hilton is appealing it. Uh, well, mm. yeah. we'll see yeah, what happens. That's like, you know what, I should, I should sue huh? you two for not showing up when you oh, say you're supposed to show up. I want $2.1 right for my emotional pain. 
Because I have been fired from jobs because of my big mouth. Because I didn't like. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to put put on the military stuff and and become a defender now. You thought your 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 defending days and your military days had ended. Oh, hey, did you hear me when I gave the um the argument for uh, as a lawyer just about ten minutes ago? No, uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, you didn't hear me? Oh, okay. Because I would. Because that if I was in court, that's uh, that'd be pretty much what I would say if I was going to defend my client. What would you say? Well, it was about the the the, um, the woman who got a twenty one million dollar law uh, judgment. Mm-hmm. And I would say, um, you know, I would I would bring down the Conrad Hotel. I would say that they were violating the uh, the American culture and the values of the American people. And I would I would spin it in such a way so as to influence the jury to award my client twenty one million dollars. But I would say a lot a lot of puff. You know, in order to do that, because in order to have won that twenty-one million dollars, and and I think P um, confirmed it. Um, when P, didn't you say that in the article yeah. they were that they, they were using a three yeah. three billion dollars worth of revenue? Right. Three, yeah. That, that hotel, that hotel made three point forty-seven billion dollars of revenue in the same year that they fired her. So the judgment amount was just to send a message. That no, you can't treat people like this. If they mm-hmm. have a valid contract, this is what you agreed to. She came in and she said, "Okay, I will accept the job as long as I can have Sundays off due to religious beliefs." And you accommodated her for all these years, mm-hmm. you know. And now, in the last couple of years, you no longer wanted to accommodate her, and then you fire her for missing six Sundays. So you can't, you can't do that. You have been writing in. in in her um, human human resource folder, yeah. you had that in file from the time she was hired. So you can't go back. Initially, is what they're saying. You can't go. You can't renege on the contract. Yeah. That is a breach of contract. This is what you did, and this is why you have to pay because mm-hmm. you honored it for all of these years. If from the beginning you would say, "Well, ma'am, we're we're not going to be able to." to hire you because we really need you to work on Sunday, so you might need to look for another job. Okay? Then you would have been cool. But, no. You know you, what, too? You, you allowed it. You allowed you know that. Yeah. Yeah, you allowed it. Because so that's, not a, that's not a violation of um, employment, um, employment laws. If you can't hire somebody because they, for some reason, will not be able to live up to your particular standards of work, right. and if you say we can't hire you, that's not discrimination. But that they are using the yeah, yeah, right. That is not discrimination because you're saying that hey, this is what I need you to do. This is what you have to do, and since you can't do it, this is not the job for you. Right. You know? No, because they have to be even 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 with people who have um, disabilities. There are reasonable accommodations. Mm-hmm. Okay, there are reasonable accommodations that you have to make, but with those within those reasonable accommodations, they still have to be able to perform the job. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So it makes no sense to to hire somebody and they're not able to perform the job. They're not that's able right. To do the job. 
even if you build a um, a special access ramp for somebody who's in a wheelchair, if that person in the wheelchair still cannot perform the job once they <laughs> once they're there on the job, don't hire them. And it's not against the law. It's not. Yeah, and, it's not, and, and yeah. it's not and it's and it's not against the law if if you fire them because they're they're not able to, to do the job. Yeah. I'd like to be in moot court one, uh, just one time. I'd like to find out if I could actually um, perform up to uh, the way that a lawyer, a good lawyer, should. No, I've done no. it years ago. No. Oh, you did? No, no, we did no. just well. We won. We should have won first place district, uh, um, district award, but we came in second place. But everyone said we should have But all women's teams. No kidding. Well, yes, good. I like that. Time. It was a patent um, law case, uh, and we argued in front of a panel um, without any notes. We had to recall and cite case law, statute. No kidding. Yes, it was a All right, so now, now, now that, we, now that we're talking court. about um, so the uh, yes. and, and, and all of this right and, and women's issues, Let's I'm talk about Lisa Mallory. Let's, excuse me. Let us talk I'm about Lisa Mallory. I'm going to be going because I'm really um, interrupted, so I'll let you go. Have a good day. Okay, weekend. have a good day. Let us talk about Tamika Mallory while we're talking about women's issues. Um, she is um, the, the, the coordinator of the Women's March, and she was on The View on Monday. And, and um, Megan McCain took issue with her because she follows Louis Farrakhan. So we're going to play this clip, and then we're going to get your comments after we play the clip. And back two years, the Women's March has been a rallying cry answered by over 5 million women worldwide. I walked the streets uh, to march here in New York, but this year some ugly accusations and controversies threaten to overshadow this amazing movement. So we're here, uh, so here to tell us what they're going to do to make things right. Please welcome the co-presidents of the Women's March, Tamika Maori and Bob Bland. Yes, Bob Bland. <laughs> so the first Women's March uh, took place. Uh, the day after the new guy was inaugurated on January 21st. And it became one of the largest protests in history, and it happened all over the country. Uh, you organized D.C. What was your response when you saw uh, the, how people were coming out? Well, I mean, it was incredible. You know, obviously the turnout and also just all of the emotion that went into the planning. We actually organized not just D.C. nationally and internationally. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot of work that went into that day, and obviously um, the, the culmination of it was great. Uh, but many of us, particularly the women of color who uh, stepped in to be leaders, we were called to come and be leaders of the march to ensure that the march was diverse. We weren't really shocked that people were so angry and, and had this such, you know, uh, such of an intense feeling. Mm -hmm. We knew that this country was in trouble and that it was only a, a before a moment in history that would come that we would all need to be called to the table to address it. And I just, as a new activist, Looking at uh, 1.2 million women and allies just in D.C. alone, 
I saw that these are the leaders we've been waiting for. Mm -hmm. And we always wanted to see these women become the face of our leadership and the face of the nation. And I think that's what we saw in the midterm elections where we saw a historical outpouring of thousands of women running for office. Mm -hmm. And uh, in uh, the Congress alone, over 100 coming into Congress for the first time. Well, there, there has been some controversy surrounding the, the, the Women's March organization. And, and Tamika, you came under some fire for your relationship with uh, Louis Farrakhan uh, and the Nation of Islam. Now, he's known for being anti-Semitic, for uh, being homophobic, but you do attend his events and you posted, I believe, a, a photo together calling him the GOAT, which means the greatest of all time. And you are running an organization that says it fights bigotry. Do you understand why your association with him is quite problematic? No, I think it's important to put the, my attendance, my presence at Savior's Day, which is the highest holy day for the Nation of Islam in proper context. Okay. You know, as a leader, as a black leader in a country that is still dealing with some very serious unresolved issues as it relates to the black experience in this country, um, I go into a lot of difficult spaces. I wrote a piece immediately following uh, the beginning of this controversy uh, talking about Wherever my people are, that's where I must also be. So I also go into prisons where there are people who have been convicted of heinous acts. And I am trying to help people to move from wherever they are today and build that unity to bring them to a place where we live in a more fair and equitable society. And I think that that work is not easy for everyone to understand, but it's certainly work that I'm committed to. And everywhere that I go is difficult. The Women's March was very difficult. I met with a lot of women who did not even understand why race was important to be a part of the conversation as it relates to women's rights issues. And there was a lot of, you know, offensive uh, rhetoric that I heard and you know and just because you go into a space with someone does not mean that you agree with everything that they say but let me push back a little bit why call him the greatest of all time I didn't call him the greatest of all time because of his rhetoric I called him the greatest of all time because of what he's done in black communities and I think that you know well, I think I, let that me just interject really quickly. I would never be comfortable supporting someone who called, I'm not anti-Semite and I'm, I'm anti-termite. It's the wicked Jews, the false Jews that are promoting lesbianism, homosexuality. I actually spoke with the journalist from Tablet Magazine who released an investigation report on your organization. And in part, they allege that there is a lot of anti-Semitism surrounding this march. Specifically, the report alleged that you, Tamika, and co-founder Carmen Perez asserted that, quote, Jewish people had a history of exploiting black people and were proven to be leaders of the American slave trade. Now, a lot of people, by a lot of people, I include me in this, think that you're using your organization as anti-Semitism masked in activism and that you're using identity politics to shield yourself from critiques. You're talking about all women being invited to that march. I'm pro-life. We were not invited. We were, we were not allowed at that march right there. I'm a conservative woman. I also represent, if you're talking about women, if you're talking about all women, including Jewish women as well, and conservative women. Well, well Megan... So, are those allegations true? Yeah, well, well, first of all, those allegations are not true. That is not how that meeting happened. And the Women's March... So the journalist I spoke to was lying? The, the people that the journalist spoke to did not tell the truth. Period. Period. Full stop. That's it. And I think it's important for us to understand and all be very clear in this room that 
The Women's March unequivocally condemns anti-Semitism, bigotry. We condemn Farrakhan's remarks about Jewish people. Yes, and we have repeatedly, in statement after statement this year, which are available directly on our website for anyone to read, we condemn any statements of hate, and we've actually been working so hard over the last two years to fight this type of hate over and over again, and we're committed to repairing any harm because we understand that the Jewish community is feeling hurt right now, and we want think, to make I sure... I don't speak for Jewish people, but I think I'm just confused. Mm -hmm. These remarks are... Yeah. I mean, it goes on death to Israel over yeah. and over so again. We did not make those remarks. We did not make those. You can't but put you're associating with a man who so does I, what publicly. I will, what I will say to you is that I don't agree with many of Minister Farrakhan's statements. That's Specifically that's, about Jewish people. As I said, I don't agree with many of Minister Farrakhan's statements. You uh, condemn them? I don't agree with these statements. At the end of the day... You won't condemn the, it. No, no, no. To be very clear, it's not my language. It's not the way that I speak. It is not how I organize. And I think it is very clear over the 20 years of my own personal activism, my own personal track record, who I am, and that I should never be judged through the lens of a man. Okay. That is actually not what this women's movement is supposed to be about. Be judged through the lens of something that's speaking for all women when you're associating with extreme anti-Semitism and you dis are you comfortable, both of you, being on stage with a Trump supporter, someone who's pro-life, someone who is a, a very, yes. uh, you know, vociferous? Yes, yes we are. Yes. All right, so you're going to have a Trump-supporting wo woman, conservative pro-life woman on stage with you guys at the next march. There was absolutely no prerequisite for people coming into the march. Yes. pro-life women. We never that is, that is not, not true. true. So, and know, I, I actually have pro-life women in my family who, as a result of the Women's March, have been engaging in what we call courageous conversations with me over the last two years that have helped expand all of our understanding. We welcome pro-life women. We welcome conservative women to the Women's March. The Women's March is open to all. I appreciate and, you and both so, coming and, and speaking. And so my last question yeah. <laughs> is, do you understand why people feel that you stepping down might put some air between all of this before a, a, a conversation can, can continue? I also know of people who don't want me to step down. And so, I, you know, there's, there's both sides of that. There are people who actually support my leadership, and I am willing to lead until my term at Women's March is up. Okay. Thank you guys Thank for you. coming. We'll be right back. All right, so there you had it. There you have Tamika Mallory being um, uh, uh, interviewed on The View this past Monday. And uh, <laughs> as you see, a whole lot a whole lot of stuff went on right then. You know, a whole lot of stuff went on right then. And, uh, and this just goes back to, and, and why are they talking about it now? Why are they talking about it now? Because of January 24th and... Um, some what a UNCA Lipinski Auditorium. She's supposed to deliver um, some address, okay? Uh, I guess it has to do with um, a woman's the woman's part. But you know, as you know, back back when we talked about this last March, it was the same thing because she was up on stage with Louis Farrakhan. You know, everybody got an issue with that. Uh, the same with Aretha Franklin's funeral. You know, he was up on, in the pulpit with the other ministers. They went ape crap over that. Uh, just, I mean, 
I don't agree with everything Joe say. Joe don't agree with everything I say. Me and Pete don't agree with everything you and each other say. Definitely but not. I, no, but so should I be forced to condemn something they say because just because I, you know, you don't like it, like them or what they say? Huh? Am I? No. Well, doesn't that doesn't that depend upon the magnitude of whatever it is that um, their philosophy but is? Joe, well, well, yeah, it, it has something to do with philosophy. But Joe, really, come on now, let let's think about it. Uh, how can I put this? Uh, you know, I think this this is just falling into trying to trap somebody into saying something to, to start. It, it's a trap, Joe. It's put possible. It's a trap. Um, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not crap. talking about. Well, I'm not talking about this particular situation. I'm talking about. Let's say you have. Uh, let's say you have a um, a family member, and the family member is well known for, um, let's say, civil rights. And now okay. it's found. Huh. I said okay. Oh, okay. And let's say he's a cousin of yours, and the cousin. It has now been found out as having associated with David Duke. Okay. How would you feel about your cousin now? That's 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 his business. I don't. I I can't choose his friends. Okay, that's the one word. I can't choose. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't choose his or her friends. You know. You know. For them, if if you know, they can be associated with with civil rights and. David Duke can be their best friends if they want him to. That does, not, that does not mitigate the fact that for their beliefs in civil rights. That may not. But what about the optics? Let's say you and you and Derek were going to have um, some sort of fundraiser, and your cousin was supposed to be the keynote speaker for the fundraising for civil rights, and now mm-hmm. it's found out that he, um, maybe he was even asked, or he has um, a direct affiliation with David Duke. Would you still want um, Eric's cousin or your cousin to be the keynote speaker? Yeah. You would? I don't, okay. I don't, I don't, I don't see why he couldn't be. All right. Well, I really, I really don't see, honestly, don't see what one hand has, has, has to do with the other because, you know, like you said, you know, he doesn't agree with everything that Farrakhan says. We might not agree with everything that that cousin says, mm-hmm. but he's a keynote speaker and he's bringing the information, you know, or he's a professional for this topic of discussion for this fundraiser, and he's the best person that was available to us to do it. We're not going to tell him, oh, no, because you're affiliated with this person. We can't, you know, we can't have what about you. What about if you tell him, I agree with your um, your choices. I agree with your right to associate with anybody you want. But if you are the keynote speaker, we will not get the revenue that we are expecting if we if we wanted if we were to get somebody else. But how do we know? You know, we don't we don't know that. Well, sure you do. You know you know because. Well, you know what? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, you two, hold on, you two, hold on, you two. See, and now what you get that? Um, see, I understand the scenario you're giving, Joe. The mm-hmm. question is though, how far back do we go? 
You see what I'm saying? Exactly. What have we been through? What have we been through together? You know what you I go. Yeah. What I'm saying? yeah, I understand yeah, so, that. So and mm-hmm. then and then it comes and then it comes down to loyalty. You know, my loyalty. Okay, look, look, cause it's like this. Okay, uh, yeah, you you hanging out with Duke? You know what what's going on with that? You know, blah 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 blah. Okay, all right. So you do understand there's gonna be some protests, but you know, cause I know you the way I do. I'm gonna let you go ahead and, and give you a speech, and we 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 we'll take it from there. You know, we we'll handle it from there because you know, and and because once you once you get the to uh, delete people out of your life because of what other people mm-hmm. in group think, then, then you, you're, you're letting other people control you and right. all your associates as well. And then there uh. is no loyalty either. The loyalty goes out the door. You know, and that was, was part of the problem I had with um, Obama with mm-hmm. the, his minister, Jeremiah mm-hmm. Wright. You know, um, hey, that's your yeah. minister. Right. Yeah, I remember. You see I what I'm saying? Yeah, don't don't just walk away. I mean, if you've been going to the church for years, you've been, you've been there for a reason. But because said, these yeah. yahoos, you know, no, they where's your loyalty? See, and that's what you have to worry about. Now, you know what? To make a matter, she did the right thing. You know, don't let them force you to say something that you not you don't believe in. And that's all Megan uh, Megan uh, McCain was trying to do. That's who was asking her the questions, Megan McCain, John McCain. Megan McCain was asking well, the question. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's so my thing. Uh, here's uh, my thing ahead. about the. Here's my thing about the cousin. Um, mm-hmm. You talk about loyalty. Now, if I know, he asked the question. Well, how do you know, or what makes you think that the revenue wouldn't be coming in? You know, if you do know, let's say you were supposed to bring in two million, with him as the um, without him as a keynote speaker. But if you have him as a keynote speaker, it'll bring in maybe five hundred thousand. I would say to my cousin, because loyalty is a two-way street. Cuz, I love you, you love me. You want to associate with whoever you want to associate with, and I do not agree with that man or that woman's philosophical viewpoints or political viewpoints, etc. Here's the thing. I wanted you as a keynote speaker, but because it's come out that you're you're associated with him or her and you're going to lower our fundraising and our agenda is to have the funds. It's not to have a keynote speaker, and it's not to have good feelings uh, between cousins. Our agenda is to have funds coming in for our organization. So I'm going to have to ask you to um, to, uh, not accept um, our invitation. We're going to have to rescind it. Can you understand that? And I would expect my cousin to say, I agree with you. You accept my association with this person, but my association with this person might damage your particular agenda. So I'm going to step down. Yeah right. That's like okay. telling low. That's like that, that's like telling low. <laughs> no, I ain't gonna go there. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Okay. Good yeah. example. Yeah, that, sounds good. <laughs> that, that sounds good. That sounds good in theory, Jones. That that really does sound good in theory. But then again, then you what you're doing right then is letting, as they say, uh, uh, the almighty dollar control control what you you what you want to do, right? And what other people think. People think people gonna think what they're gonna think anyway. If you know if you know for sure that your cousin mm-hmm. I mean, look, that's like how can I put No, no, remember like I didn't say I was gonna disavow okay, him for like, being my that's cousin. Like me and you growing up. That's like No me no, you Eric, up, I didn't say I was gonna disavow him. 
I yeah, wasn't going to disavow him being my cousin. Is, yeah. You know how you know how you have that friend, and you know that friend is just all full of crap and always getting into trouble, but you, yeah. he's still your friend. It, it, it's the same thing. He's still your friend. No. I know no, no. you're going to get in trouble. Hey, you just when, when you're doing whatever you're doing, don't be nowhere around me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess. Yeah. But you understand what, what I'm saying. I don't understand. Yeah. But the thing is, I'm not saying you say, okay, you're my cousin, but people found out mm-hmm. that whatever you are, whatever you believe in, I'm going to disavow my association with you. No. I'm just saying you can't be the keynote speaker for this one particular night. Now, if I allow him to be the keynote speaker and the organization suffers, then I'm being controlled by a sense of pride, a false sense of pride, as opposed to getting the money that we need. And so is he. He should say, or she, you know, female, male cousin, they should say, I'm going to step down for the good of your organization. Yeah, but that's that's the slippery slope, and that's basically what they're trying to get her to do. And she's like, no, I'm serving out my term. I mean, but it's a slippery slope, believe me. It, it really is a slippery slope. And um, I, yeah, and her explanation, I have to. And let's 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 be honest and, and go back to what we're talking about here. Let's mm-hmm. be honest. Mr. Smith been at the uh, Farrakhan for years. You know, ever since mm-hmm. he took up with Jesse Jackson, when Jesse Jackson made his comments about Jewish people, and. You know, uh, and I'm just going to go and say it. You know, a lot of things that that, uh, Farrakhan says is the truth. I mean, it is. I'll tell you. And I think a lot of it is is far-reaching, but some of it is the truth. And Mm -hmm. I think that would scare us more than anything. But go ahead. What you got to say? The people most against Farrakhan are Jews. Okay, because they believe Uh that because he hates the Jews, especially Zionists. I don't know if it's all Jews, but let's say it is. It's the Jews that hate him. It's not all people that hate him. And what he does mm-hmm. is that he, uh, last, when he was, um, when Ron Paul was running for president, um, I think it was a couple of years, I think after he got defeated or prior to justice being defeated, uh, you know, the elections when Obama got in, um, um, oh, oh, what's his name? Farrakhan was saying practically the same kind of conspiracy theories that Ron Paul supposedly was saying. Because he was saying Ron Paul is wants us out of foreign wars. Ron Paul wants less government. I'm for Ron Paul. And people didn't mm-hmm. like that. And people condemned Ron Paul because Farrakhan supported his, his policies. He didn't ask Farrakhan. See? He probably never even met Farrakhan. Mm-hmm. But there are, right. yeah, yeah, there are things that people... Will say that people disagree with, and there are policies that they will uh, uh, that they will say that other people will not agree with. The thing is, is that people have to realize or distinguish what are the major policies. Now, I mentioned Dave, David Duke. Now, I didn't mention a guy named Shockley. David Duke, I think David Duke and Shockley were on the same. Well, that's well, the same thing. I shouldn't have mentioned Duke. I should have mentioned somebody. Like Wallace, does this? Because Wallace was well, no, purely. Here's, here's, let, huh? me, let, let, let me let let me let me let me see. It's a, here's a good example: Martin Luther King Jr. and um, what's the guy's name is? It was a guy that was gay, and the FBI tried to use that against him as well, saying you know he associated with homosexuals, and you know back then that was a really really bad thing, and he was a homosexual and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and they you know that's one of the reasons they wanted him to stop as well. So I understand what you're saying. Sometimes you, 
people just look at it and say you're guilty by association, oh, but yeah, they don't know the right. real story behind anything. Because come yeah. to find out, the guy actually helped organize um, the March on Selma. You know, mm-hmm. and people don't know that, you know. So, mm-hmm. but the only thing was about him that he was a homosexual. He was gay. Right. You know, I forgot the man's name. This little skinny black man too. But anyway, I never even, yeah. I don't, never even heard about that. <laughs> but okay, because the COINTELPRO yeah. pulled up a lot of stuff. But like they said that mm-hmm. Martin Luther King was saying, was um, sleeping with white women, and that was supposed to be, yeah. you, know, you know, the optics that was supposed to get people against him. But it didn't work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, you know, and, and, and you know, that's, that's, that's what they want you to do. The, 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 the crucify, I, I, I'm not going to say crucify, to, to, um, um, ostracize people because of who they associate with. You know, like, like Megan, Megan, what's the hell, uh, Megan, um, McCain. Now, I'm yeah. a conservative woman, I'm this, I'm that. Who cares what you are? If you want to be in the march, be in the march. You see what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. because this girl up here, you know, and honestly, the reason why she she, she was that to save your thing because as a child she lost her mother and only the, the sisters in the um, nation of Islam was there for her. So she feels some connection to them. It's not saying she believed everything, but she's there because that's who helped her. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that, that's loyalty to me, basically. But Megan McCain said, well, what about if you have a, a, a uh, what is it, uh, uh, whatever she was saying about all the damn different types of women up there, who cares what you are? If you want to march, you march. You're supposed to be a woman, march then. Mm-hmm. You know, why, why, why are we all of a sudden concerned with the label that, that who, who's who? You know, it, push come to shove, if we're going to fight side to side, I don't care what you are. We're going to fight. You know, because you... We both trying to survive and get home. That, that's, well, my, that, that's the way I said. Mm. You know, so all this label, but and again, that's what this country does. They prefer you to have a label. That way, they know how to attack you or to attempt to attack you to try and break the character and discredit you. Well, that's true. Um, people will put you in a box and not realize that mm. there are more sections in that box than just that particular box. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I had. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't mean to say all that. They just came out. See, see, see. See, where you at? I don't know. Hey. Hey. Go ahead. You can hit it now. <laughs> I'm done. No, no, no. Sometimes you just got to let you roll with it. But that is true. You know, they want to define her under their narrative of what they think a leader of the women's movement should be. But they don't understand there is a diversity of women with their own beliefs, with their own philosophies, you know, and all of those women, I mean, you got a million women march or however many women are out there. And you better believe it was some gays out there, it was some lesbians out there, it was some people who was pro-abortion, it was some people who were pro-choice. It was probably... Some, some Jewish women out there, you know, in all of that. But rather than to say, to focus on that and be all-inclusive, as she was trying to say, any woman who wants to come, this is what this is what the Tamika Mallory said, any woman who wants to participate can participate. You know, the other lady that, that, that was with her, she said, 
we don't prohibit anybody from coming to the table. It's for women. That's what she said. Women. If you have a vagina, it's for you. Basically, yeah. If that's you, what they were saying. Okay? You, mm-hmm. So, uh, a natural one. Not one man-made. A natural oh, one. Oh, okay. So, those so, women okay. can't show up. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Everybody can show up except... Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So, um, so, all right. So, we got you. So, so, so. Yeah. <laughs> I had to clean that up for Joe. So, uh, uh, um, this is what she was saying. It doesn't matter what your beliefs are. You know. But, but you bring we, up a good we point. We are fighting the cause for women. You bring up now, a good point, though. You know, now whether those, you know, those other once was a man and now I'm a woman, you know, are, are they included? I can't say. I don't know. But what Farrakhan believes is what Farrakhan believes. She said all women. She said I don't agree with everything that he said. So she said, well, you want to denounce him? She again said I don't agree with everything that he says, and you can't define me through the window of a man. I'm my own self-made, I'm my own person. So quit trying to group me with what he says just because I believe in it and support his organization. Well, you best believe you best mm-hmm. believe that every organization that you believe in and every organization that that, that that you support, they all have flaws. They all have flaws. But you support those organizations just like the people who support Trump. They support them for what they believe and for the good that they think that that person or that organization is doing. Bottom line, it's a personal choice. And you can't fault somebody for that just because you don't like the person that they support. Well, well, you bring up two good points now, because I'm thinking of a situation, um, um, including Trump. But I want to get back to the first one. Let's suppose um, my my original question was, what what was the women's march about? Of course, power. Power for what? People, women are oppressed. Women, yes. Yeah, I I, I would tell those, those leaders, get off my doorstep. Now, outside of that. I would I would say supposing there were a couple of leaders for this women's march, and they were, and it was found out that some of these leaders who had done a good job were trannies, were trans transgenders. What would they say then? That's I don't mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't I don't think they would say anything because she didn't have anything to say about you know gay or lesbian women or pro choice women or any of that. That was not her platform. She didn't mm-hmm. say anything negative about that. They were saying that these were the beliefs of Farrakhan. Right, right. I'm not talking about the women who were complaining about Tamika Malley. I'm talking about people in general. They would be saying, well, the women's march and all women are included. But, oh, my God, we found out that the lead, one of the leaders in D.C., one of the leaders in Detroit, one of the leaders in L.A., they were transgenders. Heresy. That's what I'm thinking people would say. And now, here's another. That's that's one issue. The second issue which you brought up is you uh, made me think of with regards to Trump. Okay, Trump supporters. 
Well, I'm a supporter of Trump, but I like his economic policies. I like the fact he's got a, uh, a hell of an ego, and he's, and he's boisterous, and he fights back. I like that. But if he were a person that was in favor of going up, still continuing empire building, right, going into other countries, occupying lands, killing people, and lying about what the reasons were for, even though he's gotten the economy on a pretty good, um, pretty good trajectory, what would uh, I'm not a conservative, but what would the conservatives say? I would say the man's a liar. Um, it would be hard for me to to say I'd have uh, to vote for him again. But at the same time, here's where the paradox comes in in the conflict. Supposing by 2020, the economy is so good that the true unemployment rate is down to about 3%. Unemployment rate for everybody is down across the board. The economy is booming, but he, ha- but he has bombed other countries. Do I, do I, do I consider those countries first? Because that's against my, not my religion, but my personal beliefs as a libertarian. Leave people alone in other countries. Let them get on with their business Let's mind ours, stay out of it. But if he's uh, wasting uh, boys' lives overseas, wasting my money overseas, but he's reduced the deficit and he's created a booming economy, should I vote for him? Again, no, I didn't vote for him first time. Should I vote for him? See, now that's because, because with Trump you have an inseparable issue. It's not just an association with a friend. You have one and the other. You've got a booming economy and killing of people in other countries. So, uh-huh. you know, that's a, that's a conflict and a half. It is. And again, uh, they, you know, like I said, that that's a personal choice for each, you know, each in, in, in individual. We choose who we want to be affiliated with, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and 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 the problem the problem with this country is that, you know. It, 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 we we have to we we just feel the need because everybody's been programmed this way to, from birth that you have to put a label on everything. Mm-hmm. You know, with, with, without a label, you're nothing. You know, they're, they're, they're searching steadily, searching for a way to. The Hello. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh, Pete got disconnected. <laughs> I don't know. I think her phone is acting up. Uh, Are you there? No. Yeah, she got dropped. Okay. Oh. Uh, but I understand. I understand what you're saying. Uh, you know, look, I'll go back to what I was saying originally. Mm-hmm. If you want to go march, march. You know, if you're transgender, you know, you, you wear the wig, high heels, pump, who knows it besides you? Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to go out, if you want to go out there and make a spectacle, you know, and, and yell, I'm transgender or I'm a half he, half she, whatever you want to do, then that's on you. You you, you take what you get, I guess, put it Mm -hmm. out there. Um, If you just want to be labeled, you know, I I, I, I don't know. Personally, I have problems with being labeled anything. So, and when I I get other strikes to do it, I I, I really like, no. Because I don't have a problem like that. I have a problem with people labeling me. I don't have a problem labeling myself. 
Well, that that's a whole different issue. <laughs> you well, know you know what? Well. You know, hey, you know why I bring that up? Because what about these people? And remember now, there's a law in I forget which state, which allows the uh, the parents to put down on the birth certificate that the uh, child is New neither York. a boy or a girl, but an ex. Yeah, New York, New York, New York, huh? Okay. New York. Yep, New York. So I mean, these yep. labels—they're—they're they're meant to divide the country because none of this stuff makes sense. I'm a binary person. You got to call me they. That's my pronoun, and I choose to be. <laughs> even though I got—I got size 44 cups. I'm a man. Oh, give me a freaking <laughs> rake. I mean, I mean, honestly, honestly, let's go. We we can take this whole conversation and run it right on back to where we started at today with this this wall thing. Mm. All of them, all of them agree. There need, there needs to be something done. All right. All of them agree. No, All you and I you agree, right agree now, Eric. Yo. You and I agree. He agree. Not everybody. Oh, a lot is. of people say. Not everybody. Mm, no. Okay. A lot of people. <laughs> Democrats don't agree with you. Democrats say there's no problem with the wall. No problem with uh, border security. Well, that, that's not the truth. <laughs> oh, I know. That's not the truth. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, I mean, let's be honest, that's not the truth at all. But is it as bad as the other side say? No, it ain't as bad. No, not the part they're talking about, you know. But, see, and that was, that, that was the American public has to realize and really, really understand that facts that come from my those my people's mouths are not facts, okay? They're not facts. You know, they're whatever they think you need, you want to hear to get your support. And you know whether it's the vote or, or what have you, you know, do it, do, do the research yourself, figure it out, work it out, y'all, work it out. It's not hard. The information is out there. You know, if you find something negative, look for something positive on the same topic because it's out That's there. That's the truth. Very true. Wait, yeah. And then you weigh the two against each other and see, you know, what's lining up and what's not lining up. Actually, what you'll find is a little both in both articles, probably. <laughs> you know what? You know what you remind me of? What? You remind me when I first started doing my research back in 2006, and I started doing it more uh, after, yeah, in 2006. I used to listen to Randy Rhodes. She was a famous progressive talk show host. Do you remember her? Uh, no, well, I don't. No? Well, she was good. She was funny, and she was talking. She was a Democrat, of course, and she was um, a liberal, you know, uh, die-hard liberal, uh-huh. but her pet, her tagline was always, "Do your own research. Don't believe what I say. Yeah. Do your own research." Yeah. You know what I did? So after a few months of doing my own research, I, <laughs> I did believe her, but I didn't believe her the way that she wanted me to. I said, mm-hmm. "I did my research." Don't, and I, and she always say, she always would say, "Don't believe me. Do your own research." I said, "I did my own research, and you're right. I don't believe you." <laughs> Because after my research, <laughs> I found out that the Democrats, the hardcore real lefties, were just so full of crap. You know, they want uh, they were just, they were nothing but communists. Yeah. I mean, well, uh, yeah, yeah, they want. Uh, you know, they, yeah. See, the game the game that is being played right now is ridiculous. You know, they want the same thing. Nobody just wants to get out to wear their own ego and say, okay, look. Okay, maybe maybe I was wrong. Let's sit down and figure this out. You know, mm. you got the biggest narcissistic individual in the United States as president. As president, yeah. You know, yeah. So the more they whisper in his ear, the more he gonna stand his ground. 
Then you got the other old white wrinkle lady and people over there, you know, and mm-hmm. they just in charge and they tickle the death, so they gonna try to prove a point. And here we are, the citizens in the middle, the ones that's not working, you know, mm-hmm. bills falling behind on bills, mortgages, and instead of trying to, to come up with something to end this thing, they send it in for a long fight. Who cares about what's gonna happen to the citizens? We'll pay up. Look, we'll give them extra pay when they finally over, when it's over with. Yeah, but most of the folk homeless and they lost their homes and cars and things. But the extra pay is really going to help, right? Man, see, that's well, like, you know what I political bull, bull, bull stuff. Okay. Well, you're right. Well, you're right about the political theater. Uh, both of them are going to not give give in because they have their own political agenda that they want to uh, that they want to attain. But you know, I don't feel sorry for people if they. Are that um, hamstrung by being out of work for 24 days, right? Not even a month. Because remember, as I said, people are stupid. If you've been around, if you've been with a company for longer than two, three, four, five, six, or seven years, and you don't, even if you're not even that long, and you don't have the foresight to save up money in case of a rainy day, in case you're fired, you're an idiot. You know, Joe, that, that, you know that, that's easy to say. That's easy to say. But we also have to remember, remember that people, a lot of people do not have the financial education that some does, too. And some of them have never thought about, you know, they may have a little bit or maybe in a full one case somewhere. But as far as having the emergency, emergency fund where they get their hands on it, no, most people live in paycheck to paycheck or two checks, you know, Two checks away from being, you know, in trouble. Because of you know, stupidity, so, not because of a lack well, of training. I didn't have it. I didn't not, have any not training. Show, yeah. show. Not necessarily stupidity, though. Not. This, I mean, not necessarily stupidity. Maybe ignorant. Okay, no, I think maybe I'm going to disagree with you 100. Here's why. Ignorance. Right. Ignorance okay. means you don't have the information. That's on. That's lack of knowledge, ignorance. Nothing wrong with being mm-hmm. ignorant. Um, if you if you don't have the knowledge that you, uh, you know, that's that's not there for you. You know, if you're supposed to have the knowledge, then it's on you. But if you're not, if you don't have the knowledge, then you know I can't fly a jet plane. You know why? I don't have the proper training and the right knowledge and the data for me to fly a jet plane. So you can't say I'm mm-hmm. a stupid pilot. <laughs> but if I'm a mm-hmm. but if I'm a pilot. Working with Boeing, uh, whatever airline, and I've been there for, and I've taken the tests, the simulated tests. I've passed my uh, my exams. I got my license. I've been flying for about six months, but I still can't get it right. I'm an idiot because <laughs> I have the training, I have the knowledge, I have some expertise, but I just don't have enough expertise to reach. Um, normal standard levels okay that's an incompetent so a person who has a family who buys everything first before putting the family first before putting away money knowing that he's seen his mother or his father or his aunt or his uncle or his nephews out of work he's been out of work and you're still going to buy a brand new car every two years or you still got to go out and pay a thousand dollars for a suit, 
or the wife has to pay $500 for a pair of open toe shoes, or you still got to go out and pay $14, $15, $16 to go to movies every weekend. No, you're an idiot. You've got to put money away. If you're going to buy every um, shiny bauble that's out there, that means the bubble is going to burst and it's your fault. You're an idiot. That's all I got to say. Yeah, but that's a different situation right there. That's keeping up with the Joneses, and everybody knows keeping up with the Joneses will break you every time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. See, it's easy that's for it. me to say this because I've never been that way. I've never reached out to try to grab the pretty bauble. I made sure I had nice suits, nice clothes, nice shoes. Um, and put money away. Now, that doesn't mean I wasn't down on my last buck a couple of times after being unemployed. But that's because mm-hmm. the salary I was making wasn't enough to take care of the economics of the times. But it wasn't mm-hmm. because I went out there and bought a new couch or I bought a new car when I shouldn't. Have. Well, with, with, that, with that being said, can't you say that maybe a lot of the individuals in that same situation now, the salary they, they were making... Just, uh, isn't enough? Well, then they shouldn't have. Well, if they have four kids, okay, no, because they chose to have four kids. Now, if they're single or if they're married, have no kids, and they recently moved from one neighborhood to another neighborhood, right, that means mm-hmm. they got to pay uh, more of a mortgage or more of a uh, higher rent, and you haven't taken um, a, a future hiccup or, let's say, a, a firing into consideration. No, you save up money so that you have enough credit because nobody's going to buy everything outright, okay? That's not the way you do it. You do it on credit. But you save up enough money to build up credit status so that you can buy what you want to buy on credit, but you have to make sure that you have enough money coming in, even if you're fired, to at least pay like six months or a year, a uh, year's worth of your, of your uh, credit. If you don't yeah. put that ahead of everything else, then you're mm. not you're putting your family at risk, and that goes for the females yeah. too. I'm not talking about the women, uh, about the the husbands only. Well, that makes I mean yeah, that's logical, and that's what most financial people tell you. However, to actually have the discipline, the, the budget, and do that is a totally different thing. Especially you know, I go back if you haven't been educated or and just don't have the self discipline to do it. But, hey, you know, maybe we get a financial person on here one day. I keep trying to get him. Well, I'm a financial person. I have. I was going for my master's in banking and finance. (laughs) I'm a financial person. Uh I'm not a financial planner, but I'm a financial Uh person. (laughs) (laughs) And it it doesn't require any more than, than checkbook economics. You sit down. You say, like we talked about before. Who, uh, who uses a checkbook? Uh, yeah. Well, I they pay my bills. I pay my now. bills online, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, nobody very seldom, you know, you see anybody use the checkbook. A check. I know. You know. Yeah. So. Well, we're trying to get cash, uh, uh, a cashless society. But you know what I mean. If I'm making thirty thousand dollars a year, which is no, still nothing, you don't you mm-hmm. don't act as though you're making forty thousand. You wait until you right. make 40000 and then you go buy the stuff that you can afford. Yeah. 
but you buy the stuff that that that, that you were making thirty thousand at. You know, don't don't go and buy some fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, like, like some basic yeah. award. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like you, people in Hollywood. The more money they make, the more they spend, mm-hmm. and they, and then they go. Mm-hmm. They're like the athletes. You don't have any idea. There's a plenty of stars in Hollywood who have gone broke because they thought right. the money was going to keep coming in. Uh uh-uh. uh. If you made right. two million dollars, huh? Uh huh. If oh, you right. made two million dollars for a picture, don't expect mm-hmm. that you're going to get a picture in the next six months or even the next year. You put a, you get you take that two million dollars and you put it aside. And you wait until you've got six million in the bank, and then you spend you spend it like you've got two million. You keep money in the bank. You're lucky you made the two million, and you're blowing it. What kind of idiot are you? Yeah, that's true. Let me bring Cuz in for a minute. You want to get in here? All right, eight seven zero. Talk to me. What's going on? It's been a minute. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Hey. <laughs> what's happening, cuz? <laughs> hey, what's, what's going on, Joe? <laughs> Joe. Hey, I haven't heard from you in so God, it's been a year. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while, man. I've been busy uh, uh, doing just some different things now, man. Kind of working, working at night, sleeping in the day type thing now. So uh-huh. I've been, I've been after. Oh, um, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, so- yeah I, I, I come in. I come in to agree with Joe, though, today. <laughs> I was not glad to hear okay. that. I come in late. <laughs> hey, I come I, I come in late. You know, I call late, you know, the show was about over. But, I mean, I, I, I'm going to have to agree with Joe. I'm going to have to agree with Joe on the, on the put money back okay. thing, saving for a rainy mm-hmm. day. Because I watch people year in and year out. Get six, seven, eight, nine thousand dollars tax refunds back, mm. and they get this money back around February, and before March is out, they 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 back they back nothing, man, nothing. Mm. Right. But they live it. They they live it up. They live literally live it up <laughs> for that month and a yeah. half, whatever, and. <laughs> Yeah, and and I'm I'm gonna have to agree with Joe. They idiots, man. <laughs> I, now, yeah, I those know. are idiots. Those are idiots. Yeah, I agree with that one. Yeah, those are idiots. You see, Eric thinks yeah, I'm wrong. Eric thinks I'm I'm I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm insulting people's intelligence. How intelligent do you have to be to see, you know to take nine thousand well, dollars blow it in a month? Hey, man. 
And I also yes, live what I what I preach. When I came out of the service, I didn't go into um, I didn't go to college uh, after I graduated high school. I went into the service, and then after I got out of the service, then a few years later, I took advantage of the GI Bill before it, um, it ran its expiration date out, and I had to sacrifice for four years. You know, right? I spent on nothing in order to get my education, get that stupid degree. Four years of nothing. I barely went to a movie. The only thing I, I ever um, allotted myself was to go dancing every once in a while. I didn't buy new clothes. I didn't buy new shoes because I had a goal. And, for, you know, when you go to college, it's just like, you know, it's like being in high school again. You've got to sit your butt down in the chair. You've got to listen to a boring professor. Then you've got to do the homework. You've got to do the term papers. You've got to do the research. And then you've got to make sure that the term papers or the homework assignments are, you know, are good enough to get the kind of grades that you want. But at, but at the same time, you're sacrificing four years. Now, there were people who did worse than I. Some of them went to, uh, I didn't have to, um, well, uh, there were people who were, like my aunt was an inspiration to me. She went back to school at the age of 55. She was the, um, uh, the head of a, um, uh, of a pool over there for an aeronautics law firm. And she went back to school at night. She was working 40 hours a week, did 20 hours um, full-time, okay, night. And because of her, I said, let me go back to school. Oh, not back to school. Let me go, let me go to school before my GI Bill runs down. So I got some GI payments, and I saved up money. But I spent nothing on myself for four years. Okay. Four years. Four uh-huh. years. And then after that, then I, I still, I'm still you know, hard to get a job. But once you got a job, then you start putting money away. And I still didn't reach out there and grab the prettiest, shiniest bauble. Because I always said to myself, I know what it's like to be out of work, to be out of work for an extended period of time, to not get the jobs you want. And I, you know, I'm allergic to sleeping under bridges. I like nice, warm apartments. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So I said, hey, not me, baby. Uh-uh. So I went without. I went without. I didn't get what other people were getting, but I went without. But as long as you got a roof over your head, my philosophy, you got a roof over your head, you got some money coming in, you can pay your bills, you still got a shot. Mm-hmm. Good point. Yeah, the point. I'm not limited up now. Well, but... you know, a lot of a lot of a lot of people. Now, see, Joe, that's a, that's now that's the problem. A lot of people are just it's not that they don't know; they just don't have the 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 the, the willpower mm-hmm. to make that kind of sacrifice. Right, yeah, the discipline they're, they're not. They're, they're not gonna, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, they're not going to make that sacrifice. It's, it's a small percent of people that will make a sacrifice like that. I know, but there are a lot of people who, I know, you say it's more, but anybody who goes to, I got them, trade school, college, you're sacrificing a lot of your life because you still have to not do what you want to do in order to go to the classroom, which is at another location. You got to listen to the professor. You got to go to the library. Or, well, now you can go on the internet. Back during my day, I had to go to the library. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. And you're sacrificing because you got, you know, you got to come home. There were times I didn't go out on the weekends because I was doing term papers. I was typing them up. 
right? I was doing the research and putting together all the stuff that I got from the research. And even though college was relatively easy for me, certainly compared to high school, my high school was a bitch. Jesus, my high school gave you so much homework and gave you so much information. It was a D. So college to me was, was easy, but it still required you going through the motions, doing the work. And it still took four years out of my life. Didn't buy squat for my. I don't think I bought a damn thing for myself. You know? Because I kept saying to myself, I got a roof over my head. I got a future. And I was young. I mean, I was still, you know, what was I? Uh, late, late 20s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> you, 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 know, you, you, one of those, those, those success stories, Joe. Well, yeah, I'm just one who practiced discipline. That was it. I wish I could say as yeah. a result. Well, oh, wait. I did achieve a certain milestone in my career, but it was short-lived. But I did achieve it, and I forgot about that. <laughs> I did work my way oh. up from uh, <laughs> from what I was doing yeah, uh-huh. to becoming a director. Uh-huh. But it oh. wasn't a director of right. a huge company. Um, mm-hmm. But it was a, it was an increase in salary, so yeah. But it took me years. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> no. that's it. Uh, years. years. Okay. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, it's time to get up out of here, man. Five freaking years. Yeah. It's been fun. But since we got Cuz and Cuz, we we yeah, cause. we can we get off. We can't we get up. We can't we get. Uh, um, I, I would call him no. We can't we get Sadak back on the air, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. You know he's he's a he's a family man now. So he, so he well he's been a family man, but he really he really a family man now. He got kids and and, and things like that. So I don't know I don't know when he'll you know have that spare time to. Just come on the come on the show and play with the boys again. Huh? <laughs> yeah, well, like you say, he's got responsibilities now. <laughs> no, yeah, that's all right. I'll reach out to him. I get him. I know how to get him on the show. I know how to get him. Right. <laughs> all right, give me some closing yeah, words he... now, Cuz. <laughs> oh, Cuz. Closing words. Yeah, give me some closing words, man. Before we get up out of here. Yeah, he. Say what now? Give me some closing closing words. Last words. Oh, man, I think good show, man. I mean, I didn't get a chance to catch everything y'all were talking about. I heard a little bit about about Trump and, and, and different things there. I kind of was a little busy at the time. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> so you're not driving the truck I don't know. At night, during the day? Yeah, huh? I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm still driving the truck. Still oh, okay. doing the same thing. Just something, it's something different now. It's, oh, okay. It's different. Different gig now, yeah. But um, I don't know. I mean, like I said, good show, man. Uh, uh, like y'all said, man, look at the things before you. Um, I heard y'all talking about something earlier about looking into things before you uh speak on it. Uh, when uh mm-hmm. when a person talks about something, you know, I, I look at. I was raised up a Democrat. I was taught the Democratic Party uh was the way to go, but I'm sure every black person in America I was taught that same thing. That you, you know, right. you're black, you're Democrat, you white, you're Republican. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't personally go either way now. But I look at a lot of things that Democrats are doing, and I know that ain't 
I mean, that don't that don't fit into my life. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the brothers, right. I hear people saying, "Well, the brothers, this, the brothers, and that." I mean, but the Republicans ain't doing that. My life hasn't changed since it was a Republican in, in office, not once. Mm-hmm. Now, when the, <laughs> when, 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 uh, when the Democrat was in office, I can't say that my taxes went up. And I was forced to get some. I was, I was forced. I didn't have, a, I mean, my insurance went up. You know what I'm saying? I, and, and so that hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, people, can, people can say what they want to say. But I, I mean, I still don't vote. I still don't go Republican or Democrat. But I look at the picture. I mean, hey, Trump ain't doing nothing. Any other president ain't done. I mean, he he want a wall built. He's probably gonna get it. Look how many presidents done come in and pissed off all kind of tax dollars on all kind of crap, spending it across seas. You know, just didn't donate money and stuff, wasting it on their big dinners and stuff. You know, with the, with the houses and different things, man. I mean. That, that that tax money is wasted all the time, so ain't no need to get mad about it getting wasted now. I feel like you know I hear people saying about the uh, the uh, talking about the 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 the, uh, the 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 government being shut down. Well, I feel like the 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 people are, that are trying to stop Trump from building the wall, hit the wall, built are just as in bad as Trump is with the government being shut shut down deal because they should come together on some kind of compromise on the thing. That could get something done, you know. I mean, hey, it is what it right. is, man. <laughs> hey, but I'm pretty done much. Y'all, hey, y'all say, <laughs> say what now? All right. I say pretty much. You right on top of it. Pretty much. Uh-oh, it yeah. is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. It is like with like when you first started and I first started coming to the show, because the political theater, people lying, people having their own agendas, and not giving a damn about the people at all. At all. Yep. All right. Thanks, cuz. I'll be yelling at you, man. All, all right. right. Joe, give me the last words. Okay. Well, cuz, good to hear you again. And my last words for everybody is, uh, well, the usual. Be safe. Um, enjoy your weekend. Um, I'll see you all when I see you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> That worked. <laughs> that was it. Short and sweet, like always. <laughs> yeah, short and sweet. All right. Thanks, Joe. You have sure. a good weekend, man. You too. You too, cuz. See you guys whenever. All right. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, man. What a great show. What a great show. A lot of conversation. A lot of great conversation. Hey, I tell you, cuz, Joe, P. Ross, Miss Lady. Hey, I tell you, man, you can't beat great conversation. And it's informative, and it's understandable, and no one's trying to talk over the other person's head, which is always a great thing. Always a great thing. All right, so that's going to do it for us. We'll be back here again Monday afternoon at 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right, so just remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make sure you forgive me set up first. And the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. You can laugh at yourself for everything else is gravy. All right, we're going to go out of here once again. We're going to go out of here with the minimum and the day, guts over fear. Y'all have a great weekend, man. See y'all get back here Wednesday. Enjoy. Bye. Feels like a crow coming to do
all I ever do is find different ways to word the same old song. Ever since I came along from the day the song called How My Name Is Dropped, started thinking my name was false. Cause anytime things went wrong, I was the one who they would blame it on. The media made media for the link of a modern day Genghis Khan. Try to argue it was only entertainment, dog. Gangster? Nah, courageous balls. Had to change my shot. They said I'm way too soft. And I sound like Daisy and Nas. I came the claws. And the fame's been out since then. But up until the instant that I went against it, it was ingrained in me that I wouldn't amount to a stain, I thought. No wonder I had to unlearn everything my brain was taught. Do I really belong in this game? I pondered. I just want to play my part. Should I make waves or not? The back and forth of my brain, the tug of war wages on. And I don't want to seem ungrateful to disrespect the art form I was raised upon. But sometimes you got to take a loss and have people rub it in your face before you get made pissed off. So keep plugging. It's your only outfit. And your only outfit. So you know they're going to talk about it. Better find a way to counter it quick and make it ah. I feel like I've already said this a cabillion eighty times How many times can I say the same thing different ways that rhyme? What I really want to say is If there's anyone else that can relate to my story Bet you feel the same way I felt when I was in the same place you were When I was afraid to Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.